Welcome to the King's Church Podcast. We are an ACC church based on the Gold Coast in Queensland, Australia. We'd love for you to join us on any given Sunday. In the meantime, we hope this message blesses you. Today, seeing as it's Good Friday, I'm going to take a departure from the letter of Philippians. You will know that on Sundays we've been doing a series called Triumph Through Tough Times based on the letter of Philippians. But today I'm going to take a departure from that and I want to read to you Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 to 2. Hebrews 12, 1 to 2, and it says this, Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for your word, and I thank you for that you expressed your love to us through your son, Jesus Christ. And I just ask and pray, Lord, help us today to get a revelation of how much you love us. I thank you and praise you for that, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, in this passage of scripture, it kind of of gives us an indication for actually why Christ went to the cross for us. You know, in our society and in the Christian world, Easter for us as Christians is the most important um, time on the Christian calendar because it's the weekend that encapsulates the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so today is Good Friday and today is the day that represents the day that Christ actually died on the cross. And I want to talk to you today about three reasons why he actually died for you and I. Three reasons why he chose to go to the cross for you and I. And I want to take it from this passage out of Hebrews chapter 12, where it says to us in verse 2, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. So I want to talk to you today about three reasons why Christ went to the cross. The first reason why Christ went to the cross is because he wanted to. It says in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2, Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. The reason why Christ went to the cross was because of the joy set before him. What does that mean? Because of what his going to the cross was actually going to produce. It's not like he actually enjoyed going to the cross. The scripture tells us what an absolutely horrific experience it was for him to go through it. But the reason why he went through it was because of the joy that was set before him. He actually willingly chose to go to the cross. There's a number of scriptures that indicate this. In John chapter 10, 17, 18, Jesus says, Therefore, my father loves me because I lay down my life that I may take it again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of myself. I have power to lay it down and I have power to take it again. This command I've received from my father. Notice this. No one takes my life from me. I lay it down of myself. Christ willingly laid down his life for us. It wasn't reluctant. It wasn't something that took him by surprise. He actually laid down his life for us. Why? Because he knew that on the other side of that, we would be able to have relationship with him. The thing that caused him to lay his his life down was actually the fact that he loved us so much. You know, in our society, people are looking for love, but so often in all the wrong places. Can I tell you? 
you that there is someone that loves you and that is Almighty God. That Jesus Christ proved how much he loved you and loved me because he laid down his life on the cross so that we might have relationship with him. The reason why he willingly did it was that you and I could have relationship with him. This is how much he loves us. Romans chapter 5 verse 8 says this, but God demonstrates his own love towards us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So we did nothing to earn that love. It wasn't like we had to perform in order for him to lay down his life for us. He willingly did it even before we were able to accept him or have relationship with him. Even on the day, even on Good Friday itself, there would have been lots of things that could have caused Christ to turn away. I mean, his friends weren't with him. The disciples didn't stick with him when he went to the cross. One of his best friends, Peter, actually denied him three times. Even whilst on the cross, he was taunted by people. People said if he's truly the Christ, he can take himself down from the cross. All this happened... And he willingly allowed himself to stay up there. Why? Because of his love for you and I. You might have a picture of God up in heaven with lightning bolts ready to throw them down at you at any moment that you take and make one kind of misstep. You may think that our God is a God of judgment and punishment, but I'm here to let you know that through Jesus Christ, we have been made acceptable to God and he laid down his life first before we could even receive him. He willingly laid down his life for you and I. I'm here to let you know that God loves you. You might be watching this and you might be feel liking that you've been rejected by society. You might feel like you've been rejected by your family. You may even feel like wrongly that you've been rejected by God. But I'm here to let you know that you can know that God loves you. Why? Because Christ willingly laid down his life for you and I. We are the joy set before him. The whole reason why he endured the cross was that what was going to happen on the other side and that was that we had the potential to have a relationship with God. The second reason why Christ went to the cross says in Hebrews 12 to looking under Jesus the author and finisher of our faith who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross despising the shame and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Notice this it says he endured the cross. Doesn't say that he enjoyed the cross. Going to the cross was no mean thing. It was an incredible sacrifice that he made. He suffered incredibly and he was punished incredibly severely. This wasn't like some kind of lethal injection where it's kind of like, you know, he has the injection and he goes to sleep. It's not like that. He suffered and was punished all day. He had endured incredible punishment on that day. He endured it. It wasn't something to be enjoyed. It was something he endured. Why did he endure it? Why did he go to the cross? Because he had to. He had to. He was the only one who could die and take the punishment for our sins. There's no one else that could actually do it. It wasn't like God could send an angel or send someone on earth to actually go and do that. He actually had to send his only begotten son to die for us, so to take the punishment for our sin. In, G in Matthew chapter 26, verse 39, it's, uh, Jesus, it says about Jesus, it says, He went a little farther and fell on his face and prayed, saying, Oh, my Father, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, 
but as you will. Even in the moments before he, the night before he actually went to the cross, when he was in the Garden of Gethsemane, when he was praying, at that moment the reality of going to the cross came to him, and he and he did not. It wasn't something that he um, felt like he wanted to do. He said, "Lord, take this cup of suffering from me, but nevertheless let your will be done." Why did he go through with it? He had to because he knew he was the only one who could take the punishment for our sin. There's no one good enough that could take the punishment for our sin. The the sacrifice had to be someone who was perfect and blameless. And Christ is the only one that is perfect and blameless. And he is the reason why, and he is the reason why we and I can actually be saved because none of us are actually good enough for God. None of us through our own works are actually good enough for God. In fact, the scripture tells us that our own good works is nothing but a filthy rag. Our own good works, our own behavior, is nothing is good enough to make us right with God. That's why Christ died on the cross. He took the punishment for our sin. Why? Because he had to. It was the only way for us to come to know him. There is no other way to come uh, to be made right with God. There is no other road. There is only one road. That's why Jesus says, I am the way, the truth and the life. He is the only way to come to know, uh, to have a relationship with God. He is the only way to be made right with God, and that is through Jesus Christ. And he willingly laid his life down for us because he had to, because there's no other way. There's no other religion. There's no other creed. There's no other um, behavior that is good enough to make us right with God. It's only through Jesus Christ. And the last reason why Christ died on the cross, why he chose to go to the cross, says in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2, says, Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. The third reason why Christ went to the cross was because he expected to. He knew all along that that was his destiny. He knew that was the whole reason why he came to earth. The primary reason for why he came to earth was not to be a good example, was not to give good teaching. The primary reason why Christ came to earth, and he knew it, was that he would go to the cross and take the punishment for our sin. Matthew 12, verse 40, Jesus says this, For as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of the great fish, so will the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. He says this earlier on in his ministry. He knew all along, this is why I am coming. But he also expected, not only did he expect to go to the cross, but he fully expected to be resurrected. He knew that he would sit down at the right hand of the throne of God afterwards. How do I know this? Because he actually says it. In Matthew 26, verse 32, he says, But after I have been raised, I will go before you to Galilee. He was talking to his disciples, and he was saying to them, that yes, I'm going to die on the cross, but don't worry, I expect, to, uh, fully expect that I'll be raised back to life again. Christ not knew that when he went to the cross, he would be raised again. He had a full expectation that he would go to the cross, but he would actually be risen again. He knew that he would be resurrected. He knew that what he was going through was only going to be for a season. 
You know, the scripture tells us that the same spirit that rose Christ from the dead lives in us. That same resurrection power is available to us now because of Jesus Christ. And even right now, some of you are going through a season where it feels like things are dying. It feels like things are being taken away from you. It feels like things are being shed away from you. I'm here to let you know it's only a season. It's not going to be your final resting place. That the same power that rose Christ from the dead lives in us. And he is going to resurrect your situation as well. Because the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead is actually living and available to every single one of us. I have a full expectation that even right now with what's happening in our world, that we will come through this and come out stronger on the other other side. That yes, maybe we're going through some suffering right now. Yes, maybe we're going through some difficulty right now. But I'm here to let you know that just like Christ knew that he would be risen again, I'm here to let you know that God can rise your circumstances again. God can transform your life and take it to another level. Even if it looks like that what you're going through right now is causing you to be dead and buried, we serve a resurrection God who can bring dead things back to life. And I prophesy and I declare right now to people watching this, The people who have lost jobs, God's going to get you a better job. For people who have lost in their finances, God's going to give you an abundance in return. That for people who have lost, uh, who have lost their health, that God's going to get you help you to come back even stronger and better than before. Because Christ went to the cross, knowing it wasn't going to be His final resting place. He knew that He was going to be risen again. He knew that He was going to be seated at the right hand of the Father. The things were even going to be even better. And I'm here to let you know that the same Spirit that rose Christ from the dead lives in us and he can resurrect your situation as well. And so maybe you're watching this right now and you're saying, Ben, that's how I'm feeling. I'm feeling like today is my literal Good Friday, that this is the day that things feel like they're falling apart for me. I'm here to let you know it's only Friday, but Easter Sunday is coming. A resurrection Sunday is coming. And so right now, if you're feeling that way right now and you're feeling discouraged, you feel like you're lacking hope. I think of the disciples who went to who who on Good Friday uh, were in mourning and ran away from the Lord because they thought all their dreams that looked like they were shattered. I think of them, but only a few days later they were celebrating because He was risen again. For those of you right now who have somewhat of a mourning and loss and grief. I want to pray for you because we serve a resurrection God and he's going to fill you with hope. He's going to fill you with life and he's going to fill you with strength right now. So wherever you are, if that's you, that's how you're feeling. I want to put your hands out and I'll pray for you right now. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray for every person who are going through their own Good Friday experience. I ask and pray, Lord God, that you would just fill them with hope that you would fill them with life and joy and the strength that they need. I thank you, Lord God, that this is only momentary, that this is only a season, but this season will pass and they will come out the other side stronger than ever before because the same spirit that rose Christ from the dead lives in us. And I thank you that you're going to resurrect their circumstances. And I thank you and I praise you for that, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Maybe you're watching today and you yourself don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ that you're watching this and you're doing it as some kind of Easter tradition, but you yourself have not given your life to Jesus Christ. Can I tell you that whilst you were still a sinner, Christ died for you. He willingly did it for the joy set before him. And you and I are that joy that he is expecting to inherit. And maybe you're here and you haven't given your life to Christ, but you want to. 
then I want to pray for you. And if you're watching on our live stream on live.kings.org.au, there's actually a little hand button where you can literally press that and put your hand up. And by doing that, you're saying and you're acknowledging that you want to invite Christ into your life. So if you are here and you have not, if you're watching and you haven't given your life to Christ and you want to today, right now, why don't you repeat this prayer after me? Dear Lord Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross for me. Forgive me, forgive me for being a sinner. I ask you to come into my life to be my Lord, be my saviour, be my best friend. Help me to live for you all the days of my life. And I thank you that today I'm joining your family. Awesome. If you made that decision today, I encourage you to just press that button. And also, why don't you email us and contact, contact our church? One of our pastors can talk to you. If you live somewhere far away from a King's campus, I encourage you to go and find a Bible-believing church to help you with your walk with God. But before we finish our Good Friday service today, we're going to finish off with one of the great old hymns, uh, one of the most famous hymns in the world, and it's Amazing Grace. And we're going to thank him for his grace towards us and his forgiveness expressed to us through Jesus Christ. God bless you. Thank you so much for joining us. Stay tuned for new messages weekly. You can keep updated on what's happening in the life of King's Church by following us on social media at King's Church GC. Be blessed.